0: Ah, uh, don't touch that dial, cause there's nothing else on. You might just as well listen to Blondie. Blondie rebroadcast for the service men and women of the United Nations with Penny Singleton and Arthur Lake as Blondie and Dagwood Bumpstead, respectively. Before we join the Bumpsteads of Shady Lane Avenue. Let's gather around the bandstand for a curtain raiser from Lenny Kahn and his orchestra. Raise that curtain, Len. for our weekly visit with our neighbors, the Bumsteads on Shady Lane Avenue. <laughs> well, it's about two o'clock in the morning and two dark figures skulk outside the Bumstead home. It's Dagwood and his boss, Mr. Dithers, sneaking home from a late poker game with the boys. Well, Naturally, they're trying to be quiet as they share a warm reception from their wives. Oh, no let's. Well, Dagwood, ah, uh. here's your house. Yeah. We've got to get our story straight now before we go in to report to the Gestapo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah what, what will it be, Mr. Diddy? Uh, be uh, Will it be sitting up with a sick friend? Oh, no. That story's no good unless you tell it while applying a little chloroform. Yeah. Besides, all our sick friends are well again, doggone it. Yes. It really broke my heart to see Fred Wilkins get over his lumbago. Yeah. It was so handy. Yeah. I guess the sick twin gag is out, eh? Oh, yes. Hey, maybe we could say we were sitting up with a sick enemy. Bumstick. Oh, no, no, no. That, that doesn't seem logical. Wait a minute. Huh? Harry Potter's dog is having pups. Yeah. We could say we were over there pacing the floor with him. <laughs> yeah, and and putting ice bags on his head. And, uh, But somehow that doesn't seem very authentic. No, I guess not. What we need is a good, big, fat, juicy lie. Yeah. Be something that a woman will believe while uh, half asleep yes yeah something short and sweet that we can mumble double talk yeah hey well, why don't we just say we were working late at the office Bagward. Huh? that's a great idea yes yeah, great idea. Huh? now remember we've yeah. got to stick to our stories now let's see we were working late at the hey. office on some drawings for the Acme machine tool and dye company and we're getting home late because we worked hard knocking ourselves out. Yeah, tooling and dying all night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. So we can buy things for our darling wives. Uh-huh. Well, if Blondie believes the story, give him my regards. Uh-huh. Otherwise, don't mention me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, see you in the morning at the office. I'll probably have my arm in a swing and my head in a cast. Good night. Yeah. yeah now. Now, let me let's see if I can sneak in. Oh, I hope I don't wake Blondie up. See, I'll take my shoes off now. See, it's so dark I can't see my shoes. Yeah, I know what I'll do. I'll follow my legs down to the bottom. It's... Ah, there they are. Now up to step bed. Oh, it's that creaky step. Oh, I'll have to get these steps, these squeaks, one of these days. Now, if, if I can only sneak in... Hello, Doug. Oh, shh, not so loud. You'll wake Blondie up and... Yeah, oh, hello, <laughs> Good morning. Yeah. Uh, time. What time is it, Doug? Oh, a uh, uh, number of minutes after 12. How many minutes after 12? Uh, 120. <laughs> you mean two o'clock? Where have you been, Dagwood? Oh, where well, have I been? Oh, yes. Well, I had to work late at the office so I could make money to buy things for my little family. How late? Ten minutes? Uh, yeah. Oh, well, Blondie, I, I... Well, I, uh... I'll start all over. Mm-hmm. I'm just getting home. We worked in Mr. Dither's office on some plans for the Acme Tooling and Dyeing Company. I called Mr. Dither's private office phone several times tonight, and no one answered. Uh, you did, huh? Uh-huh. Well, uh, did you call... Yes, dear, I called there, too. Oh, you did. Mm. Well, uh, perhaps we were over getting a cup of coffee at Joe's delicate (laughs) Delicatessen. Well, I called there, too, and they hadn't seen you, so perhaps you weren't. Perhaps not. Well, I guess we've eliminated working late at the office, haven't we? We sure have. Is that Pop coming in late, Mom? Yes, Alexander. Oh, Pop. Uh, Hello, Alexander. Gee, where you been so late? Pop's not sure, Alexander. He's just trying to decide. Yeah. Gosh, Pop, you ought to think about me. I need my sleep. Yeah, well, I'm very sorry. You yeah. don't want to stop my growth, do you? Oh, no, 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 of course not. Pop looks awful guilty, doesn't he, Mom? Yeah. He is guilty. Well, I hope I can get back to sleep. Yeah, I, I hope so, too, Alexander. So, uh, good night, and I'm sorry I disturbed you. Okay. Just don't let it happen again. Yeah, thanks very much. Good night, folks. Uh, Good night, Alexander. Good night, Blondie. Oh, wait a minute now. Now let's get back to the facts, dear. Must we? We must. Blondie, uh, you know Fred Wilkins' Lumbago? Yes, it's all gone now. Why? Yeah, I just wondered if you knew. (laughs) (laughs) Go on, dear. Uh, Well, uh, Harry Potter's dog is having fun. Yes, Mrs. Potter was telling me they came early this evening. Yeah, that's very inconvenient of them. Uh, yes, honey? About how long is it going to take you to make up your mind where you've been this uh, Well, I'll tell you, Blondie, if you insist. Uh, do you insist? I do. Ah, oh, gee. You remember the other time when you said, I do? We were both so nervous, and I drank a whole pot of coffee before the ceremony. Oh. <laughs> my knees were banging together like cymbals. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and I was afraid I'd trip on my white satin gown going up to the aisle and fall right on my face. <laughs> But where were you this evening? <laughs> Don't change the subject, Blondie. Not Dagwood. Well, uh... Oh, well, Blondie, we heard they needed a couple of substitutes at the Kravis switch factory. They're, they're making those big parts for the big B-29 bombers, and so we volunteered. You see, I didn't have time to call you. Well, dear, why didn't you say so? I didn't think you'd believe it. I mean... It's... <laughs> I don't know. I, it seemed sort of improbable. Oh, you poor darling. Gee, you must be tired. Yeah, I'm still a little nervous, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I'd better go down and call Mr. dinners I, I want to tip him off. Uh, I mean, I I have to find out if he if he got home all right. Oh, no, dear. You were tired. Now, look, you need some rest. You better get right up to bed. Yeah, but... Uh, uh, You'll know how he made out in the morning. Uh, that might be too late, Blondie. No, mm-hmm. well, probably Cora will tell me when I see her tomorrow. Uh, yeah, whoa. What's the uh, matter, Dagwood? Is something hurting you? My conscience. <laughs> I, I mean, I got a pain in the neck. Yeah, but from working. You know, dear. Yeah. You poor dear. Now, look, darling. You should have told me right at the beginning you had volunteered to help out at the factory. Uh-huh. Because, you see, when you tell a little fib, you have to tell a bigger one to cover it up. Yeah. And then you have to make out more stories to cover that up. And it gets worse and worse until the first thing you know, you're in a awful spot. Oh, Blondie, you are so right. <laughs> Sound asleep. Now, if I can just tiptoe quietly over to my bed. <laughs> what am I tangled up here? Well, Juliet, what drove you home? <laughs> oh. Hello, oh, Cora. Patootie. Smile when you say that. <laughs> Oh. That's not a smile, that's a sickly grin. And get up off the floor unless you're planning to sleep there.
1: What in the world are all these
0: tin cans and this wrapping cord that trip me? It's a little booby trap I rigged up. <laughs> Looks as though I caught one in it, too. Next time, why don't you hook it up with a landmine? That's a splendid suggestion. Hmm, that's a do. I'll give you three minutes to think up another of your fairy stories. Dadwood and I were working late at the office. I called the office. Uh, 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 We didn't answer the phone. We didn't want to be disturbed. I went down to the office. You would. (laughs) (laughs) And it was as empty as your head. Oh, Cora. Now, take it from there, Poochie. Don't call me Poochie. (laughs) Well? What's your explanation now? Uh, well, you know that dog of Harry Potter's? Oh, yes. Harry called up to offer us one of the paps. Why doesn't he mind his own business? <laughs> and before I forget it, the Wilkins dropped in for a moment this evening. Fred's all over his lumbago. Too bad he couldn't have had a relapse. <laughs> you were going to explain just what kept you up so late, Julius. I was? Oh, I, I was. Well, uh, uh... I didn't want to tell you the real reason I'm so late. It's rather embarrassing. This had better be good. Or tomorrow morning, you're going to be on the critical list at the hospital. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's about Dagwood. I uh, don't want you to repeat this, Cora. It would hurt Blondie's feelings. Well, what is it, Julia? Oh, it wasn't anything so terrible. After all, he's still young and high-spirited. And the girl was a knockout. Girl? Oh, oh, what happened? Well, I was standing there minding my own business. But Dagwood whistled at a brunette. She called a cop and Dagwood got arrested as a masher. Oh, no. Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And it took me all this time to persuade the police not to throw him in the jug. You can see why I didn't want to tell you this. What? Of course. Well, that was it. I did my good turn and came home. And this is the reception I get from my sweet, ever-loving ball and chain. Oh, Julius, I'm so sorry. Really and truly, I am. Well, that's life for you. You go out of your way to keep a friend's home from being broken up, and your wife bites your ears up for it. Now, please don't say that, Julius. I didn't know. Of course, it would have been too much to ask you to trust me. You always think I'm lying or inventing a story. You never give me credit for having a conscience. Oh, Julius, you're making me feel like a heel. Well, if the heel fits, put it on. (laughs) Uh, Yes, I have been cruel to you. I haven't made you a good wife. I've been mean and nagging, said unkind things. Go on. (laughs) Go on. (laughs) Go on. So you're beginning to wonder too, huh? (laughs) Well, in spite of all your faults, Cora, I love you. Oh, thank you for tuning. Smile when you say that. Julius, I I mean, Julius, don't throw that back in my face. I feel bad enough as it is. Won't you forgive me? Well, all right. Now stop bawling. I'm sleepy. Yes, dear, I'll, I'll try. Could I ask you a question, please? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that... Well, Dagwood's name be on the police ladder Uh uh no, uh, I think they'll put down some fictitious name. No. Oh, I'm seeing Blondie tomorrow. I don't know how I'll be able to face her knowing what I do. <gasps> Poor <laughs> Blondie. Poor Dadwood. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, but I've heard that song before. So had I. Oh, yes. Oh, Blondie, if you only knew. Well, I finally made him tell me what really happened. And you know. Oh, oh yes, I found out. Oh, poor Blondie, your heart must be breaking. Uh, no, it's not breaking. Oh, you're so brave about it. Dagwood <laughs> being arrested at a masher. Uh, what? After all, he just whistled at that brunette. <laughs> what brunette? <laughs> well, the girl who had him arrested, old friend. Nothing. <laughs> Julius whistles at the young girl, too. The dog. Why, <laughs> <laughs> last summer when we went to the beach, he'd whistle all day like a peanut stand. <laughs> 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 It'd be two days before his mix would unpock her. <laughs> but I didn't know anything about it. Whistling at a brunette? Could he do such a thing? I guess he just puckered up his lips and let go. <laughs> That's why Julius was out so late. He was fixing it up so Dagwood's name wouldn't be on the police blotter. Oh, oh dear. Oh, my. Oh, that moonlight for you. Oh, well, somehow I never thought of Dagwood as a wolf. But he did look guilty last night. Oh, Cora. There, there now, Blondie. <laughs> oh, I can't help it. My own. A masher. If he'd only done some little thing like grabbing a bag. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a craft we women have to today. <laughs> what did would tell you? Well, he said he volunteered to work the flip shift at the witch factory last night. He and Mr. Dithers and, and some friend of Mr. Dithers. The witch factory? He, oh, Dad... <laughs> What's the matter? I happen to know who else was working that shift last night. I heard her mention it yesterday. Huh? Who? Oh, that, that tall, slinky, blonde Gloria somebody or other. No. She's the girl who has, well, you know, she's the luscious type. is <laughs> uh, a foot long. Yes. yes, she is gorgeous. Whenever I see her coming, I show until so she goes down. Where Julius was? Oh, that heel! (laughs) And I believed him last night. I apologize for suspecting him of lying to me. (laughs) He talked me into thinking he was a fine noble husband. Let's go down to the office and drag the truth out of the means that we have to do it with our bare hands. <laughs> Hurry, Bondi, before I cool off. I want to stay mad until I see that fine, noble heel. Well, if it isn't Mrs. Bumstead and Mrs. Divers. Hello, Mr. Lowe. Men can't stop the talk, Mr. Niles. Well, I'll just walk along with you. Uh, say, what's all the hurry about? Well, I'll wait to see our husband. Nothing can stop us. My, I'll bet they'll be glad to see you, both of you looking so bright and cheerful. Cheerful? That's the trouble with us women. We hide our feelings. Swami, are you going to stay mad or do I have to be mad enough for both of us? Oh, dear, I forgot. Okay, Cor, I'll get mad all over again. Goodbye, Mr. Niles. Well, goodbye. Give my sympathies to your husband. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Y- y- yes, Mr. it. How did you make out with Blondie last night? Did you stick to your story? No, I was just stuck with it Oh, Bumstead How oh, could you let me down like that? I- I'm sorry, J.C., but that alibi had more holes in it than a hunk of Swiss cheese yeah, How did you make out, Mr. Gidders? Did you stick to your story? Why, uh... uh... No Uh-oh. No, that's all right, Mr. Gidders a fine thing. Oh, what did you finally tell Blondie? Well, I told her we substituted at the uh, Kravis Witch Factory. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Olmsted! Oh, that's where Gloria works. Uh, which Gloria is that? You know, the, uh... <laughs> That's Gloria. Yes. Oh, yeah. Everyone wants to get on the ship with Gloria. Ah. A waiting list a mile long. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> My name's the dog, of course. Yeah, naturally, naturally. And Cora will murder me. Yeah, how do you suppose she'll do it? With an axe, huh? No. <laughs> That's too sudden. he's oh. She's more likely to tie me up over an anthill. Oh, mm. Oh, Bumpstead, said what an awful thing for you to tell Blondie. Yes. Yeah. Well, uh, what did you tell Cora, huh? Only that you whistled at a brunette and got arrested as a masher. Oh well, a little thing, like, yeah. Huh? <laughs> I told her I spent last night talking a cop out of throwing you in the can. Oh, Mister Githers. that's a thing for you, huh? Holy smokey, did you have to make it a brunette? Oh my gosh. Now how is Blondie going to feel when she hears? Oh, she'll probably be slightly provoked. Uh, provoked? You don't know Blondie. She's little and cute and sweet, and, but when she really gets mad, really mad, the safest thing to do is to dive into an air raid shelter. <laughs> I, I suppose Cora's told Blondie by now, huh? Yes. They are? Can't you stop them? Oh, all right, thank you. Oh, holy smokes forget it. Did- was that Blondie and Cora? yes. Dimple said they charged through the outer office like the 3rd Armored Division. <laughs> oh, but we're cooked. While well, there's life, there's hope. Come on, Dagwood. Run for your life. Uh, Mr. Daley, do you suppose they saw us run out here and back and hide in this tool shed? I hope not. There's nothing here but a lot of old junk. Oh, shh. I think I hear them coming. You're sure they're Oh, yes. Look, the padlock is open and just hanging there. Well, we'll fix (laughs) that. We're locked in, J.C. Bumstead. Uh? What did you leave the padlock unlocked for, you fathead? Mr. Ditter, you unlocked it and and left it there. Okay, I'm a fathead. Are you in there, you two love pirates? Don't say anything. This little shed doesn't look very valuable. Why don't we just touch a mat to it? Uh-huh. Oh, ooh, oh no, uh-oh. Cora! Thank goodness for Blondie. I'm in favor of getting in one of those big trucks and crashing right through it like a tank. Oh, wonderful <laughs> idea! Oh no, no, Blondie, we really shouldn't. Why not? Well, that would be pleasure driving. Oh. <laughs> um, doesn't the Dithers Company always have some dynamite around? Oh, I, I never knew Blondie it was so bloodthirsty. Well, it's been a nice life. What there was of it. Yeah. Blondie, I don't think we should waste perfectly good dynamite blowing up a lot of rubbish. Maybe we ought to think this over at a movie. Yes, and we can come back later if we happen to remember. Oh, come on, Blondie. All right, Cora. Uh, goodbye, boys. And I do mean goodbye. Yes, yeah, goodbye. Quiet. <laughs> Let me see. There they go. We'll wait five minutes and cut our way out of here. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Ditters, there's just one thing wrong with this tool shed. Well, what's that? There aren't any tools in it. Great suffering humanity. We're locked in here until they're good and ready to let us out. And, and that may be never. And never's a long, long time. oh Up in that chair? Not I. <laughs> Gave me the best appetite I've had in months. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm not at all sure we shouldn't leave them in there for another day or so, just to make sure the cure really takes. Well, I think they're ready to confess now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. They, uh, they sound, all, they sound a little hoarse. And sort of desperate. <laughs> my ears. Oh, dear. Oh, listen to that. I hope Dad Wood will forgive me. Wait a minute. You're supposed to forgive him. Oh, yes, that's right. Now, first, we'd better find out where they really were last night. Well, here's the shed. Well, are you two rakes still in there? Cora, Cora, let us out. Let us out. Yes, yes. Just let us out. I'm hungry. Well, shall we, call? Oh, I don't know. Oh, cool. Ah! Oh, cool. Andy. Ah! Oh, cool. oh, cool. ah! <laughs> the way they toyed with us last night. We'll be good at it. it? Well, it's against my better judgment, but I'm just an old fool, I guess. I never expected to see the light of day again. Hey, I don't see it now. It happens to be night, you mole. Uh. Yes. Yeah. Well, well, good night, all. Oh, just yeah, a minute, you two. We want to know where you were last night. Well, we can't tell a lie. We're too weak to. Mm-hmm. Where were you? Dagwood was playing poker. Yeah. Huh? Julia? I was just passing by and stuck around accidentally. (laughs) Playing poker? Yes, playing poker. Julius, did you win or did you lose? Well, the the cards were marked. I lost. (laughs) Julius, you're a heel. Take this. Oh. Well, Dagwood, Uh did you win or did you lose? Well, I, uh, I, uh... Did you win or lose? The cards were marked. I won. Oh, (laughs) thank The Bumsteads, as if you didn't know, will be back again in just a few moments. Right now, that man, Lenny Kahn, prepares to downbeat the orchestra for this sparkling selection. Well, sparkle, man... the truth and and divide the winnings with you. (laughs) Yeah, but what if I lose? (laughs) Just don't bother to come home. (laughs) Grammy is played by Penny Singleton and Dagwood by Arthur Lake. The musical score is composed and conducted by William Arch. This is the Armed Forces Radio Service.